what is it that they see that we're missing? Hmm. If there are listeners here asking, well, what are we supposed to do? You know, I'm, you know, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, should, yeah. Should, uh, uh, you know, what are we supposed to do? kind of want to go back to Montu's point what you know he said about the Caledonia and you know if we have this gradual uptick of student housing and corporate types there's the reaction maybe you live with it and you know this is the mess that you live with I know that's not a solution but it's it's a response of this is the system that we as a white community have created and the consequence of that we're trying to fight off through a Western historic district. We're trying to fight off the very things that we set into motion by virtues of our laws and our policies and the way that we don't make it easy for black property owners. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't like hearing you say that. That's really a much more defeatist answer than it, I hoped it is. to it, give. But, I, to... but I, think, I think that's the realist. I yeah. think... It's, it's an answer that before we begin to really work on how do we change as a society, we think this is what black communities have had to deal with in much greater degrees. How do we not live with it? You're talking about in relation to student housing and really wealthy corporations coming in and taking things over? Or are you talking about the fact that creating a historic district had an adverse effect former i mean mm. it's more yeah. of just like yeah yeah you're saying what what's yeah the 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 thing is that we live in a capitalist society that allows the people with the most money to do what they want and their values supersede our values right and so the thing i'm saying is that when we see not it's no longer a slow creep but almost like this runaway train coming at us yeah. with student housing and yeah. I, my response very unsympathetically is almost like we'll live with it and it's not it's not a happy welcoming i do want to challenge this joey because (laughs) then i would say well what's the point with all the organizing that you're doing i mean i'm not organizing to make sure student housing and corporate types don't come into downtown i'm not really interested in in that Mm. not happening because my attitude is is more like we'll live with it we still have generations of black communities like Lennontown and Allenville and even on into East Athens right now where there are developers moving in wanting to buy up houses that will raise the property values and drive out a lot of the community in East Athens that UGA is very much connected to. That's that's where I'm concerned with the influx of student housing downtown. I'm not I'm not terribly interested in in offsetting that mm. uh, because and we can't and we can't and because can't. you're right because the mechanisms are still in place. Yeah, they're still going to find a way around the historic district at some point. I'm very unsympathetic to attempts to retain a sense of nostalgia without concrete forms of reparations. Mm. And I know that this will be a very unpopular sentiment, but, <laughs> but, but my point, but I want to say it to, 
to hold our feet to the fire as a white community of going enough with the symbolic gestures. Yeah. Yes. And yep. show us the money. Yeah. That's the money is the only thing that allows communities and people to build what they want. And, and if in America only private business oriented people get to decide what our values are, then we have to start working as a group to start building up the people that we do. You got to care for your community. You got to care for your community. Totally. I think you do have to fight for restrictions on what can and can be done. But it's like for, for me, if that's your end game, then I'm not interested in it. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you want to set up the restrictions, fine. Uh, But, and I, I think we're making baby steps. Yeah. I, I was really happy to hear Montu in a video that was, I saw on Facebook. He said, you know, the 20 years that I've been here, we've made little tiny baby steps. Yeah. And it gave me a little bit of hope. Right. Not that we're anywhere close. Right. But, you know, I think it's just about, okay, so how do we confront this? We need to start giving more power to black community members mm-hmm. through money. Yeah. We need to start investing in local black businesses. We need to start investing in. And, and in a way, we are asking white people, hey, give some of your money. And, and when we say investing in black businesses, I, I, I think we need to specify that means going to shop there on a regular basis that you become a regular customer yeah and get to know them and get to know them i mean i mean (laughs) just just like you would get to know folks at any business store that you love to go to yeah yeah yeah. this that part that you just said there is a sentiment of anti-blackness that a lot of of us to do away with is simply patronizing a black business and then I never offering the opportunity to get to know them as people. Yeah. You know, I think start electing more officials who aren't white. Yeah. That's huge. Start electing and, and let non-white people have the power to make choices. Right. Yeah. But I think mostly just giving the power out of your hands as a white person. And, 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 it, you know, it, the, the challenge is, and I, this is me being a realist here about, is that it, it is going to be hard, I think, for any white person to say, I'm not going to give up my house to help someone. And, and that's hard. You know, I mean, so, when, so, when you ask, so when you say that to anyone who's thinking that, ask yourself, why is that hard? And seriously, ask yourself. What? I mean, I know for me it's security. Sure. It's the security, safety, which are the things that, the black community hasn't. So, had what are white communities going to have to give up in order for black communities to be made whole again? Yeah, I take that quote from. Uh, I modify that from Aramiosi from Pong. But what are white communities going to have to give up? Yep, for black communities to be made whole again, and thereby our whole community. One business that I want all of Athens to go to all the time whenever they're open is Rashi's cuisine. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember talking to her whenever she was first trying to find ways to get her food truck started. And now she has a business spot, the iron triangle right next to mm-hmm. Roderick Flanagan's yeah, studio yeah. just has one of the great things about Rashi that not only <laughs> is it great food, but she's 
a good employer. She knows how to treat her employees well. She has good labor politics. She pays them well. She treats them well. Hmm. And for that reason alone, you should go and support that business on a regular basis. Because we need more of that in this yeah. community. Yeah, I want to I want to ask some questions that I want to ask. Yeah, sure. Yeah, good or bad. I I'm willing to really make an ass out of myself <laughs> for learning purposes. I I want to ask questions about integration. Mhm. And this this idea of like Athens, you know, uh, unfortunately is so segregated. Mm-hmm. Because those structures that were here before the Civil War, were never burned by Sherman. Mm-hmm. The places that were like Hot Corner, right in the middle of white society in Athens, were pushed out. Mm-hmm. You know, and just more and more black businesses have kind of been right. pushed towards the Iron Triangle. It's crazy how divided this city is. Mm-hmm. And we, we speak culturally different languages. Right. You know, and my thought about uh, Rashi's cuisine is like, in my head, I was thinking like, okay, let's say suddenly every day 500 white people show up to the Iron Triangle to buy Rashi's cuisine, and it becomes so in demand. My immediate thought is like, I feel like some of the black community is going to be like, what the? They f- definitely would. Like, you know, no, don't, like, don't. What the? F- are these white people showing it? What they're going to ruin this too? This is our. We have these. Right. Shot, you know. Yeah, no, that, that's definitely. So, so I, you know, I want to ask this question about. Um, how do we respect each other's differences and also work together to create a cohesive space? I understand from a, from white people have just owned and I say owned like controlled and owned Athens for so long that I think we, we do need to swing far in the other direction to even the balance. Like there's just, there's no going out that like Athens has killed and destroyed the black community and stolen and we as a white society need to think even though i didn't directly contribute to this i benefit from these killings and these suppressions and what can i do to to put the power out of my hands well before we answer the question i'm gonna put on my uh, philosophy professor Joey hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, because it's a good question, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm going to ask you, why are you asking that question? Like, where does it come from? Why, why should we care about that question? Hmm. Yeah. I asked about integration and yeah. I, I asked the question because my immediately thought was if 500 people show up in the iron triangle, are we just going to gentrify sure. that try and, Probably. and push the black community more out of of that area. This podcast for me was about in in my dream, and I'm a white idiot, so I know that this is my in my dream. This this podcast will build bridges so that we can give the power to the black community to to start to integrate us from, from with, with them leading. Yeah, I mean, you know, and that and I know this is a utopian well, fantasy. But there's but. a part of me that wants to say to, to this question, which is a fantastic question, one of requiring an immense amount of self-reflection, is I think our listeners, uh, either emailing us or talking amongst yourselves, or mm. like what, what responsibility do we have? I, I want to... Talk about this in terms of the world that I know, yeah, which is comedy. But I see a lot of times people not helping each other. 
mm-hmm. because out of this fear that if you become too good, you're going to steal my stage time. We can't be friends because, you know, there's a limited amount of funny and um, I want to be the best. So dog eat dog. This is very American mindset. Yeah. And I, I, having left America to go study theater, I was really amazed by training with people who didn't have any experience. We this The school I went to had inexperienced people in the same class as very experienced people. And what I, what I really learned at the end of two years is that the more successful people you have around you, it lifts everyone up. And, and there's not a limited amount of funny in the room. Right. And, I, and that me helping you, maybe I do in the short term go down a bit, but you going up is going to help me go up. So let's, so let's. We're only going to make each other better by uplifting each other and, and sacrificing our ability to be in the spotlight. I want to talk about it in terms of comedy because I think it's it's so clear for me that yeah. like me not take me taking five minutes instead of fifteen to give more people space and then helping each other and giving each other tips, you're uplifting the whole room. Right. You know. So you, what this means? So you you asked not not having five hundred people show up to Rashi's, even though on one hand that's great, so, but to yeah. show up in such a way that. Uh, it then goes away, and, and then, then the triangle becomes consumed by by folks. Yeah, what it means is the city of Athens investing in resources and opportunities in the triangle, in Nelly B, mm. in those neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Good jobs. Yep. Okay. Access to health care. Uh, incredible loans with no interest rate or low interest rate. You know? And so what that probably means in a lot of ways is defunding the police because the way you're going to get that money mm. is by moving it out of a police budget. Yeah. And so, you know, you talk about in comedy lowering yourself for the opportunity. And it doesn't else. actually necessarily but mean I, I, like making myself smaller. Sure, but I, 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 yeah. I want to say in this... 500 people showing up to Rashi's on a regular basis is incredible. Yeah, it would be. But what that means is that those 500 people and, and anyone else who is interested in the business continue to let Rashi make the decisions yeah. for Rashi's business. Absolutely. And, and if she has to grow and take up more real estate, that becomes her decision. Yep. And, and it not being bought out. And not being consumed. And I, and I want to put it that way because there's a, a post by a black writer named Ali Henney. And they said, people of whiteness, not everything is for your consumption. While this world definitely caters to your comfort, not everything in this world is actually for you. Mm. The sooner y'all can get out of the colonizing mindset that barges in on everything demands special attention and takes with a consideration the better off we'll all be mm. so your question about 500 people showing up well maybe we spend time talking to rashi of going okay we all love your food and your business how can we help you patron your business mm. in such a way that you continue to own it and continue to operate it yeah, if you're traveling to the Iron Triangle to get Rashi's cuisine, that's the best 
scenario possible. Yeah. You know, and if, if we have 500 white people lining up at the door, that's incredible. But then go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or get to know people. You get know? to know people, you but, go still, home. but still yeah. go home. Yeah, yeah. Don't build your house right Don't in the build middle your of an <laughs> iron triangle. <laughs> You're like, I love Rashi's I, cuisine, so no. But I really, I, I go home and then change your city government to reinvest hmm. resources into these communities that have yeah. not, instead of putting up video cameras funded by Georgia Power all along. LAB. Anyway, uh, which happened. Yeah, no, but that's so it's so important. We spent money to put video cameras all over this black neighborhood. Funded by Georgia Power. Yeah, funded by Georgia Power. And 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 we're going to get into Lennontown next. Right. I do want to say, yeah, elect people that are going to start investing our government funds into our black community and giving them autonomy to do with it what right. they want. Because everything... Really, like I can't stress enough that government funding and government allocation really is why so many things exist. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's, we it, we talked about this being a capitalist society that private individuals get to choose the investments, but the also the reality is where that government spends the money. We're really gonna see, see you, that. In governments time. are willing to take risks where they know they're going to lose money. Yeah. And yeah. and and that's why so many uh convention centers, the Morton exists, you know. The classic the, center. The classic center, totally. You know, and so how can we uh invest in the black community without being parentally overseeing how they're using that money yeah. and giving them the autonomy to build it back. So Well yeah. One, you know, we keep we've talked about about you know, go to Rashi's cuisine. <laughs> Please do patronize. Yeah, go absolutely. to her business on a regular basis. She also does catering, incredible catering. Mm-hmm. But the other person that we keep mentioning is Montu. Yeah, really want to uh provide the avenues for our listeners to support Montu and his work. They work, but but they don't they don't get the same pay. No. Nope. Because they're often asked for consultation, for advice, for their services, either without due pay or without pay at all. Yeah. And when we say support someone like Montu, we mean pay them for their work. This is yeah. what we're trying to do on the show um, for the artists who we feature, mm. for people like Montu who, who helped us get connections to these get artists. Connections, who gave, you know, yeah. We pay everyone for their time. Yes. So and, anyone who's not us on this podcast, we have paid them for their time. Yes. And you should start thinking about doing the same. Yes. Um, yep. And and as I will always say, do not pay me and Chase. No, do not send us money. It's the opposite. We're of not what gonna we're... now. If you send it to us, we're not gonna send it back to you. We're just gonna send it to the places you should have sent it to. Yeah, begin yeah, with. yeah. But <laughs> just don't. Just yeah. don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't. Well, yeah. Uh, lots of love, Athens. As, yeah. as messed up as we are, we're we're taking baby steps, and thank you for spending time to be here. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, please come back. Yeah, Lynn in town next week. Uh, this is the thing. If you are conservative and you're still on this podcast, you need to listen. To you these need episodes. to listen to next week, especially because it's going to put you the f- off. Yes. Um, anything you believe in, small government, freedom, um, liberty, uh, the right to happiness, all of this that is America that has some good qualities to it. It was all f- with. Yeah. In a really nefarious way. So listen to that. 
so that you can start to join the fight. Yep. Yep. See you later. See you all next week. Bye.